0: Welcome to the Class of the Little Sass podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Millspaw, best-selling author and award-winning motivational speaker with over 20 years in the personal development industry. I believe that the more you know, the more you grow. With each podcast episode, I will educate and empower you girlfriend to girlfriend style on how to create a happy life. From motherhood guidance, career and business advice, to feeling confident in your relationships and everything in between. This is Real Talk Radio. Let's jump right into today's episode. Hey friends, thank you for joining me today. Today is going to be very off the cuff, share from the heart, girlfriend to girlfriend, happy hour style coffee, if that's your thing. It's my thing. If if that's more your jam to go hang out with a friend and get coffee, get cappuccino or something fun. That's what this episode's about. It's not going to be real deep. You don't have to take notes, nothing of that nature. I just want you to chill out with me. And I'm going to thank you in advance for being my therapist as I share something very nerve-wracking, frustrating, overwhelming, all of the things, very horrible feeling of being violated and vandalized and victimized all in one second. And I hate talking about negative stuff and are just bad situations. I don't like to create more negative energy. Those that know me know I've got that Pollyanna vibe. I want to see the silver lining to everything and always see the glass half full. And I feel like if I talk about bad things that have happened to me, it might invite more bad things. So there's that, should I talk about it or not dance? So I've not been looking forward to this episode, but I think it's necessary. It's been a few months since it's happened. It's time to just jump in, share it with my girlfriends. So here's the happy hour special. That's what this is. (laughs) Today's episode, I call it my shattered December because evil tried to shatter my December. Anyone that knows me knows I'm a Christmas junkie. Oh my goodness. Am I ever. I love to decorate. I love to get all the Hallmark movies lined up. I like the smell of cinnamon in the house. I want to plan every event that's got Christmas trees and lights and fun festivities and all the good things. And I invited my brother to come visit me. He lives in Kauai and he's a bachelor. And I figured, you know, come fly into Vegas for a few weeks, hang out with me I will dump Christmas all over you. You won't be alone (laughs) during the holidays. My daughter's busy working in retail anyway around that time of year, and I got someone to play with. That's how I thought of it. Now, my brother may never admit it, but he's a big Christmas junkie too. He is more obsessed with Christmas Hallmark movies than I could ever be. So he sets the bar pretty high. So I thought it was perfect. You know, he's going to come in. I think he flew in around December 15th. I was getting that buzz going of all the joy. It's a stressful time of year, so I like to amp up the happiness, amp up the reasons to have fun. You know, I you know, got all the gingerbread houses and our plans together and the candlelight service. I, I literally made a spreadsheet, guys, of the things I was going to do with my brother, okay? So that's how I take the pressure off of myself or, or just to organize it, you know, to take the stress away. So I've got that vibe going in the beginning of December, and it's coming up on the weekend right before he flies in. I know I've got a long list yet of things to do. Got to get that guest room ready, make sure the house is all organized and decorated pretty. And just knowing someone's coming over to see your hard work just makes it more fun. Just me. So that weekend prior, one of my close friends reaches out and says, I'm going to be in town that weekend. Let's do something. And she's one of those friends I met in Vegas back in 2010 that isn't it weird how just, you know, I just digress for a minute. Isn't it strange that you can walk up to a complete stranger and there's just something about them that feels like family and you just become friends? No reason at all. Other than that, that person feels familiar. I feel like your vibe matches mine. I like your energy. Let's be buddies. You know, it's just kind of that vibe. And I, I so, have so many wonderful friends that I've made that way. But I met her in an event back in 2010 and we just clicked and we always stayed in touch and she's moved out of Vegas she's moved everywhere Texas east coast all over also midwest roots kind of girl you would love her so she's coming into town and she's discussing what to do we i know she when she's in town it's a quick window of time like in and out and she's gone again she's a little jet setter but we decide on doing a hike and this is December 10th you know the weekend that saturday prior to my brother flying in now I'm not a morning person, but she did offer, you know, like do a 9 a.m. hike. So I was dragging a little bit, but I suggested doing one of our hikes. That's really easy to do right out of the Red Rock Canyon loop um, here in Las Vegas. Super easy to find, gave her the directions, agreed to meet her at 9 a.m. Saturday morning. I head out that way. And you know, what's interesting is I look back. I was singing a lot of praise and worship on the way there there was just something about it like a different energy i wasn't super crabby i was actually happy like yeah it's not that cold it's a little gloomy but i get to hang out with a girlfriend and catch up and this hike isn't super super strenuous so there can be lots of talking and walking at the same time without being out of breath and i was looking forward to it i've got my moon roof open singing praise and worship all the way there she's a christian like me I knew she'd understand that piece, as I told her, and we connect and meet at the trailhead right off of the main highway or the main road. We get to talking and we share our usual stuff. So who are you dating now? What's going on in your love life? What's going on with work? Tell me all the details, girl, you know. Typical girlfriend hike. Two hours, I think we were hiking, maybe an hour and a half. All the fun stuff. Laughing, giggling, sharing. I mean, it's just... If you're one of my closest friends, you get it. One minute you're laughing, one minute you're upset, the next minute you're, you know, crying again or, or feeling emotional. And then you're back to giggles again. And it's just all the emotions. That's just, I guess, maybe the life of an empath. I don't know. Or it's just my world. But it was so much fun. And we had so, I felt so good. I was like, oh, what a great way to start off the weekend, all the fresh air. So we head back to my car and her car, which we had parked right next to each other. And I go to, Open up my driver's side seat, and I'm like, "What's on my car seat there? I don't understand. It looks like ice, but it's not. It's glass, tiny pieces." And immediately, my thought is, "Oh my God, my moonroof! Did something land, like a rock, or some type of accident happen that something threw? You know, in the air." That was my first split second thought: was the moonroof? I look up. No, that's fine. That's in one piece. And it hits me. I'm like, no, I remember us getting together and me putting my purse in the back seat on the passenger side. Typical move. We've all done it, girls. You think throwing your purse in the back seat going to make everything better. And you've got dark tinted windows and you grab your little backpack. And my girlfriend was giving me her keys to throw in her backpack. She didn't have anything on her, you know, she was just her water and so on. We just had minimal things. I had like an extra hat and a few things in case it did get cold. And I knew I walked around to the other side of the car and I just saw my smashed in window. And this car is not very old. It's pretty new. It still smells new guys. You know what I'm talking about? It's your baby. Like she doesn't even have 10,000 miles on her yet. And at this time, probably even less. And she's just, she smells good. She's my baby. It's been a long time since I had a new car. So that initial feeling of Shattered glass was already like that worst feeling. Like don't put it, you don't even want to put a scratch in your new car. You know, any little ding feels personal. And sure enough, my purse that was on the floor is gone. And my friend and I just look at each other and I don't know what to do. I'm just dumbfounded. Do I call the police? Do I call 911? I immediately call 911. I don't know what to do. I'm just spinning, spinning. Spinning. That's what you do when you're like in shock. I'm looking around and the people next to us just kind of give us a look like, couldn't care less, whatever. You are talking to us, crazy lady? You know, like, I'm like, make sure your car's okay. You know, like, look what happened. To me, I'm just astonished that people can go on their merry way and get in their car and leave when they can see that someone just been violated. I don't get that. But you'll hear more of my reasoning about that towards the end of this episode of my story. So... I'm on hold with the police. They're like, well, this is not considered an emergency. I'm going to transfer you to another line, which ends up turning into hold music, which turns into hanging up. And I'm in the middle of nowhere anyway. I'm surprised I even could get a signal, to be honest. At this point, I'm just going into solution mode. Like, I just want to go home and hide. That's my first thought. I want to go home. I feel like someone's going to get me. I feel... I don't know. I felt like I was in danger. That's really what I felt like. I mean, looking back now, we know we were watched because there was no one on that trail when we first arrived. There was probably only two other cars besides ours, maybe three. So we know we were being watched because it's a hot spot. Thieves like to hang out in places where someone's going to disappear for an hour or longer. Happens all the time in hiking trails, happens all the time in gyms, anywhere where someone's going to might leave their purse or phone behind or wallet and not want to take it with them while they're working out going on a hike. Consider this your awareness if you didn't know this already. Here in Las Vegas, it's horrific how high this crime rate is. It's disgusting. In fact, that's my call to action is to do something about it and another reason why I'm sharing this story. So we are spinning she's she needs to go she has to check out she's here with someone else you know here in Vegas needs to get going but she's so sweet and she stays with me and takes a towel from my car and helps remove the rest of the glass that's still in the door frame carefully removes it so I can drive home with shards of glass flying everywhere I mean there's no way if you've seen how they bust glass these days it's in a million million tiny pieces. And it is, it's probably, I probably breathed in some now that I think about it. And all I can think is, I just want to get home and do damage control. Like I want to go back to my safe space. I call my daughter. I'm just shaking. You guys, you know it, you can feel it. You're just like, you're just, and your adrenaline is kicking in. Your brain cannot think straight to save your life. You're in. Sh- you're just so shocked. I'm grateful I kept my phone. Which, hello, whoever leaves anywhere without your phone. I mean, come on, we take it to the bathroom, don't we? I <laughs> We take it everywhere. That phone never leaves our side, especially on a hike. She got to take some selfies with you and your friends. So, I'm I'm just grateful I had that. Of course, they didn't steal the car. They didn't have keys. I'm trying to think. Well, thank God for this, you know. And there's not any more damage other than this window broken. The tires are okay. Everything's good. They didn't vandalize me anymore. It was a smash and grab, your typical smash and grab. And I just have to pause here for a minute. Every time I told this story around Christmas time, because it was, it was December 10th. Oh, people are desperate around this time. No, they're evil. They're evil 24-7. They're evil 12 months out of the year. It doesn't matter if it's a holiday or not. Do not give thieves and evil people excuses. Never give them an excuse. Evil is evil. Call it like it is. I just have to say that because I was getting really tired of hearing people are just desperate. Desperate for what? Buy their kids presents they don't need or ever will play with? Something expensive trying to keep up with the Joneses? What? Desperate because they have an alcohol problem, a drug problem? You know, like there's no excuse for doing something bad. Sin is sin. I'm calling it out. I just have to do that. So, Moving forward, I get in the car, let my friend leave, give her a big hug. She's so sweet. She's like, should I pray with you? I couldn't even calm my brain down long enough for that beautiful offer. And that was just so sweet. Highlight one. God knew if I'm this is going to happen to Carrie, let her be with a sister friend, a Christian sister friend. And I was with the right company at the time. God bless her. So sweet. So I jump forward and get in the car try to get as much glass out of there as we could. I opened the moonroof, you know, and just trying to like balance out this open window and it's cold. I had to get on the freeway. I'm a good half an hour away from home and freeway was best. I call my baby girl cause she and I are, you know, attached at the hip. Everyone that knows me and my baby Shyla, she is my, my shadow. 18 years old or not, she's my shadow <laughs> And she's down at the strip with her boyfriend at the time. Um, it was Cowboy Christmas that was in town for Vegas. And I call her and I can't even make sense. I'm texting her and I'm calling her. I'm just like, I can't, I got to drive. Again, when you're in fight or flight mode, it's almost impossible to think straight. It's just, you're reacting and you're spinning. I can't ever, I can't even think of really any other word than just spinning, spinning, spinning. I get in the car, I'm driving. I'm driving. I'm embarrassed because, of course, it's obvious I have a smashed-in window, but, you know, I just want to get home. And that's when it hits you of all the things that are in your purse. Girls, why do we carry so much? I thought I was good. I thought I was a minimalist until I started to take account of what was just in my wallet alone. I'm still remembering, and it's been a few months. (laughs) I'm still remembering what was in my wallet. But the one that scared me the most was that my house key was in my purse and all I could think of was I'm going to get home and they will have vandalized my house because you know they hit my car as soon as my butt was on that trail you know they were in that car immediately smash grab done so they had a good two hours or more before I even knew what happened and I couldn't get home fast enough boy did I speed thank you Jesus I didn't get pulled over that would have just made it worse. I would have bust into tears and lost my mind. All I can think of is I'm gonna come home and there's got all the Christmas presents, all the decorations, anything important to me is gonna be gone. It's gonna be vandalized, it's gonna be rained, you know, like ransacked through. That's all I could think of. And I'm calling my daughter again and reminding her of this and freaking out. And this is where I just have to pause. When you let fear take over boy, does it grow. It's like fertilizer. It's just like boom, explosion time. When you are in fear mode, it is shocking how many more scary incidences can show up in your mind. That's when we got to calm ourselves down quick. I knew I was out of control. I had that out-of-body experience. All I could think of was react, 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 react. Unfortunately, at the same time as me driving home, I'm getting these ping alerts on my texts saying, did you approve this $1,000 charge at Walmart? Did you approve this $1,500 charge at Albert's? Did you approve? I'm like, holy cow, these people are busy. Dang, they are racking up my credit cards already. Again, more victimization, more, more fear. It just kept exuding out of me and it was just growing, expanding. Fearfulness everywhere. I get home. I open up the garage door. I can't even wait to pull the car into the garage and just run into the door, you know, like into the house immediately. And I was just so like that wave of peace. My tree is right there, one of many <laughs> presents, are where they belong. Nothing looks out of place. Everything's happy. I take in a deep breath. It smells like home. Carrie, it's okay. You're home pull the car in the garage. My daughter at this point now knows it's time to go home. My mom's freaking out. She's not okay. So her and her boyfriend are, he- you know, done with their plans for the day, heading over. I immediately, she still on, doesn't matter, start calling credit card companies. Like, nope, that's not me. I'm canceling. I'm hitting no on my text alerts. No, no, no. This is fraud. You know, it's just... It felt like a tidal wave was coming and I didn't have a life preserver. I didn't have a boat. I didn't even have those little swimmies you get to put on your arms. Nothing. I was just being taken down by a tidal wave and I couldn't come up for air. I couldn't breathe. I was just in it, in it all, spinning, sad, crazy, freaked out. All the things, you know, you're going through. It's not just credit cards. It's my license. It's all my insurance cards. It's my mail key, the one and only mail key I have. I can't even get my Christmas presents and cards out of the mailbox now. All the things that are piling up on me. Then I don't know what to do next. Should I call insurance? Am I supposed to file a police report? It, it, will my insurance even cover this? Is this going to be a, my deductible is kind of high. Anyone that has a teen on their car insurance knows what I'm talking about. And here are all these spinning thoughts. None of them landing, just spinning. I'm messaging people. I I send out a a quick, fast group text to the fam, to my siblings and my mom, what happened and pray for me. And I'm losing it, slowly losing it. Miss Strong Carrie, isn't that strong. I think it's interesting that so many people think I'm such a strong person. That's a facade, (laughs) y'all. My armor and warrior type apparel is all Christ driven. It is all Jesus. It is not me. I do not take credit. I am a weakling on the inside, strong exterior on the outside to protect that soft inside. And when things like this happen, that's when you really realize you're alone, alone, you know, thank you, Jesus. I am my daughter, but that's when you feel like no family members close by. I'm not married. You know, those things kind of creep into your mind. Of of who's really there for you, because I've always done the tough girl, you know, stance of I don't need anybody. I can do this all by myself. I got it. You know that typical girl that's been wounded many, many times and left alone to figure things out, such as life and all the hard things life has to offer. And that's when you really hit you. I could really use a strong person right now to lift me up because I am crumbling by the second. I was on a call with one of my credit card companies, my business company, uh, the, where I bank for business. And Shyla, my daughter, comes up with her boyfriend up the stairs and just sees mom in her loft, you know, my loft office. And the look on my face—I'm sure—said enough. I can't hide anything. I think I am fluent in about seven different languages just with my facial expressions alone. I am not kidding. I—I I could see her mirror mom's feelings, and she just came over. Put her hands on my back and she knelt by me while I was on the phone waiting forever on hold, waiting for these credit card companies to take care of me. I went through as much damage control as I could in the moment to shut off the cards that were stolen just so I could breathe. And all I could think of was, I need a reboot. I need to take a hot shower. And those of you that are empathic know that helps ground us. The water grounds us, our energy. Um, even non-empaths. And it was just like, I need a reboot. I can't get grounded. I can't think straight. I was just crazy spinning still. So I told Shyla, I'm like, I, I just need a game plan. I need to know what steps I need to do first. I don't know what to do. I'm mean, like i just reacting. We need to change the locks ASAP because someone's got our house key. That's all I could think of. I'm not safe in my own house. What if they come in the night? What if, you know, all these thoughts are still coming up. I feel super unsafe and I'm mom. And I am the only adult, well, they are, I guess the kids are adults. (laughs) They're over 18, but it feels so, my gosh, like the biggest weight in the world on my shoulders. And it's Christmas time. Can Carrie just enjoy the holidays, please? That's all I ask for is a lot more fun versus stress. So I, I get off the phone, I go downstairs, I stand in the kitchen and that's when mommy has her meltdown and I had it. girls, give yourself permission to have the ugly cry. It's so healing. In that moment, I needed to because I was just in over, I was just in react mode and trying to think logically. I didn't let myself feel. And I did. I crumbled. I sobbed. I'm not strong. I can't do this anymore. All the ugly words that came out. I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm not okay. I can't do this. My baby girl cries with me. She holds me. I've raised an amazing, epic young lady, I just have to say. And in the midst of all that, <laughs> my dad calls me. <laughs> I'm literally in between credit card companies and dad calls. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe he knows because I text mom in the family chat. Dad's, dad doesn't text, so he's not a part of that. But I'm thinking, maybe, maybe dad's clued in and he's checking on his baby girl, which he does from time to time. And he doesn't, he doesn't know anything. He wants to talk to me about the cookies I sent him for his birthday and give me all the feedback and if they were good or not and which flavors he liked. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he doesn't know. Dad, um, this is not a good time. And I started to explain. He's like, what? Well, you need to go down to Walmart and get yourself a double barrel shotgun and sit right by your front door until they show up, you know, like kind of thing (laughs) in case they came to the house. And of course, that's my father's. Take on things, and it's it was a good laugh. I had him on speakerphone, and the kids laughed on that. And I told again, my remind my daughter, I just need a list. I need a list. So the kids make their list, and they're like, "We'll booby trap the house, Home Alone style, Mom. That's what we'll do. They can't show up. We'll be here. We'll be waiting and ready, you know, like like, um, oh gosh, Macaulay Culkin, you know, at Home Alone, Kevin, Kevin. <laughs> anyway, so that had to bring in a little humor. I'm so grateful that you know my friend on the hike who wanted to pray with me and was there and just was so sweet. And then my daughter and her boyfriend hanging in there and then my dad calling accidentally, but always a divine timing thing, I believe, 100%. There's no accidents. Calling and then trying to soothe me a little bit. And then I remembered a friend of mine that had had this happen to him once. In fact, I didn't even know it had happened twice until... I text him quick. I was like, oh, dude, tell me what do I do? I'm so lost. He immediately calls. He's one of those friends that you text with an issue, if, unless he's you know busy working or whatever, or <laughs> he will call you immediately. He's just that ride or die friend. And I immediately, you know, like I think I was jumping in the shower because again, I was trying to get that grounding energy to think straight. I just felt like a scatterbrain that wasn't getting anywhere. I wanted someone to come along and fix everything for me. And I was in the shower I missed his call. Of course, I should have known he would call right away as soon as I had text, but I call him back and just talking to him calmed me right down. He relates to me then that he's had it happen twice. He gave me the checklist of what to do, starting with this. He enlightened me that My insurance would cover broken glass and to call, make sure, lo and behold, it was like a $50 deductible and they'll come fix it right in your own garage, Carry, you know, like all the things that showed up that were just calming me. I had a checklist, step one, do this. This one can wait. Your police report can wait. You don't have to do that today. You don't have to do everything today. Just get through the pieces to get the ball rolling to recovery. And some days that's what it feels like. You want all the solutions in five minutes, but it's looking, look at, you know, stop the bleeding where it's gushing the most blood, (laughs) not to be graphic, but that's kind of what it felt like. And then what can wait? Because I wasn't taking care of my own psyche. I was messed up. I've been victimized before. I've been violated before. I've been vandalized before, but not all at once. It just felt like so much at once. So I'm grateful for the people all around me, my little angels in disguise. That's what I like to call my, my beautiful circle, which is small, but they're full of quality by all means, full of quality. And, you know, just super helpful. Um, a guy in my life that I've been dating for a while now said, what do you need? Should I come over and sleep in your garage with a baseball bat? I mean, it was just humorous, the fun trying to get carry out of the seriousness of it all was very, very helpful and appreciated. But all I wanted to do that evening was, you know, just let's just order pizza, let's hang out as a family, let's do the Recovery Act. Uh, Shila and her boyfriend were already at Home Depot changing out locks, swapping all the locks in the house so we could sleep at night feeling at rest. I would figure out the other situations and areas over time, Um, I think the biggest challenge overall was the mail key around the holidays. The U.S. post office does not move fast. That's all I can say. (laughs) I think it was two, three, almost three weeks before I could get into my mailbox. It was ridiculous. And unfortunately, my mom had sent a care package to my brother and we had Christmas cards and presents, you know, being delivered. Just put a stressor on the holiday, which didn't need to be there. So I was very bitter, angry. Wanted to find that person and run them over with a bus, I think was my exact words, or a big truck. Not very Christian-like at all in that moment. Not even a little bit. When someone hurts you, you want to hurt back. It's kind of a nature, in the flesh, ego response. You hit me, I want to hit you back. But I gave it to Jesus and just let it go. I was like, at the end of the day, you can't take Anything from me that's important. You can't take my salvation, can't take my relationship with Christ, you can't take my family from me, you can't take my memories from me, you can't take any of the good stuff that is priceless to me. You can't have that ever. You'll never take that peace within my soul away, ever. It may go away temporarily as I'm angry and in the moment, but overall, you can't rob me of that that's when you realize what's most important in life. You start to take kind of inventory of the things that matter. My baby girl showing up and being a, a, being the adult, you know, she's, she's been put in that decision or the position before throughout our little lives together. But I didn't, you know, it's not something I'm proud of, but she does a good job. When she needs to step up, she does. She's a beautiful soul. So Full circle moment is what I really want to shed light on. And this is why I wanted to share this specific specific content with you and share this story with you is because something recently happened in light of those events. Since that crappy day of December 10th, I filed a police report. I got another friend that's a police officer here in Vegas looking into the crime a random person contacted me on social media claiming he knew he or she, I don't know the sex of this person, knew who did it, who vandalized me, sent me their ID, an image of their ID along with their sibling's ID, and a lot of information, so to speak. And I can only share it a little tiny bit because the case has not been closed yet. But these people do need to be stopped. I don't know what I need to do. But I'm happy to find that out. I don't know if we need more cameras. I don't even need more police surveillance, whatever it takes. I mean, I'm not a fan of Las Vegas. Most of you know I don't want to live here much longer. I'm more of a small town girl. But if I need to step in and make a difference here, I will. Absolutely. Whatever I can do so someone else doesn't have to go through this crap. And, you know, it's, I'm not going to play the single mom card, but that's kind of what goes through your head. You're just like, really? I'm doing the best I can by myself over here. Do you have to cut me off of the knees? That's what it feels like. But recently, since those instances have happened and this person does this for a living, is what the the anonymous person told me. This is her career of choice. She's a mother with two small kids. Naturally, you would think that would pull at my heartstrings. But if anything, it makes me more sad for her. If she's listening to this or ever finds this episode, I wish her well. I wish her to get recovery. I wish her to get help, especially as a mom. You do not want to set this example for your children or overall just create this life that you would be ashamed of if they knew about your situation and the activities you do to make a living. I'll give you what I do know. They will use your credit cards as quickly as possible before they get turned off to buy gift cards so they can spend those at their leisure. There was other insights and bites of information that this anonymous person did give me as well. The cops have everything, you know, and it's in God's hands. But overall, it's it's not even about that. I don't think like a thief. So of course I'm not going to be thinking, should I put my purse in my car or not? Even if I got up and put it in my trunk, this, these people were watching us. they know where it was. So women, don't put anything in your car. <laughs> Never, ever. Don't even leave the house with it. Just take your little backpack, whatever it is. And that's all you have in the car. I'm telling you, you with love because I don't think like a thief. I don't think that way. I have Pollyanna glasses on, Pollyanna rose colored glasses on. I think everyone's... Having a good day like I am. I'm thinking everyone has Jesus in their heart like I do. I forget that evil's out there always lurking to destroy anyone with, especially with the Holy Spirit living within them. They're gonna, you know, the evil just loves to attack you, ruin your life, ruin your day. You're their number one target. So always be on guard. That's one thing I took away from this more than anything was be smart, be on guard, be aware. Of everything around you, even all my praise and worship songs on the way there, or not. I think I was amping up the Holy Spirit because I could feel the bad that was about to show up. Life of an intuitive empath. So, two weeks ago, I decided to face my fears and go back to the exact same hike. I knew I didn't want to drive back there myself in my own car. There was something about it, just wasn't quite being that strong or brave. So I went with someone else who drove, and gosh, I'm like so proud of myself. It's a pretty Sunday. It's right before the Super Bowl. We're going to go for a hike. We pull up. We park. There's lots of cars there. It's, I don't know, I want to say noon. No, it was like 1.30 in the afternoon. Tons of cars. You would think no one would ever hurt a car, Right. No one would hurt a car or do anything stupid with this many people around. We got out of the car. We're walking like not even three cars past his. And he stops and goes, oh, and points. And my heart stops. And sure enough, there's this cute little mini Cooper sitting there with the driver's side window smashed out. I I thought I was doing okay. And I did have a pit in my stomach before we went on the hike. And I thought, gosh, Carrie, you just need to let this go. But it's hard. Be kind to yourself. That's not okay that that people do these things to you. It's not okay. It's never okay to be desensitized to evil things. It's okay to feel violated and victimized and vandalized and all the V words. It's okay. But in that moment, I just froze. I was like, huh? Who's whose car? Is there anybody in it? Who could this be? We're looking around a couple blocks by us and goes, Oh, did that just happen? We're like, I don't know. We just walked up on it. And then of course I'm sharing, it happened to me too. You got to be careful. You know, like I just want to put a big sign everywhere. Hot spot for smash and grabs. You know, you've got evil people that are too lazy to get a job that are stealing from your hard work. Yes, there's some bitterness still there. <laughs> I'm working on it. So what are the odds though? This is God's divine timing. I love my Lord. He's so cool. Nothing is ever done by accident. We both look over and this precious lady with her two babies, a little boy, a little girl, probably seven and five. If that, I don't think the little girl was any older than seven or eight. She's hiking with your two little ones. She, her jaw is on the floor. You knew it was her car. She's walking towards us like, oh, just what? Are you kidding me? You can see it on her face. The what the heck is just, you know, all the words, <laughs> all the F-bombs in the words. And then some with children weren't right there. And I don't know what to do. I'm just standing there like I'm feeling all the emotions I felt through her that had happened to me two months prior. And I didn't know what to do. I wanted to hug her, to be honest, that empath side of me. was like, oh, girl, this happened to me just two months ago. I'm so sorry. I said, check your car. Did they take anything? Unbelievable. They hadn't taken a dang thing. She had the kid's tablet was in the back seat. Her wallet was right there. Lots of things in plain sight. And we think maybe they just got spooked quick before they could grab something. Somebody was coming and they had to take off. So there was that sigh of relief for this lady. Her, she had the similar emotions. She's like, should I call the police? So she immediately starts calling the police. I guess to come to, you know, short story longer. That's all I seem to do. Is it wasn't her car, it was her mom's car. And I kind of explained, insurance will cover it, you know, just the wonderful things my friend had already told me. I was giving her like a little checklist unfortunately this happens all the time i showed her the pictures of my car like it's happened to me you know back in december she was asking me questions again i just wanted to hug the kids the kids were so cute they're like i don't understand what happened did somebody have an accident you know like who would do that all the cute innocent just you know verbiage coming out of their little mouths (laughs) all the things we think as adults like who would do that They were feeling it, even though it was grandma's car, not their mom's, but it had their stuff inside and they were happy to see it still there. But I remember just thinking I was there and I could visibly see her calm down, get clear. Okay. She was on hold with her insurance or whatever. I said, be sure to take some pictures just in case. And eventually we went on our hike and it did bother me, you know, like as I'm walking away, the little girl, I went over again. I just felt like I should talk to her as she's looking at the glass on the ground and the shattered glass in the car. And she goes to maybe, maybe someone was playing baseball and a ball hit the window, just maybe. And it just melted my heart. Like, you know what? I'm not even going to ruin that thought because let her be innocent as long as she can be, you know? who am I to say, oh, there's really evil people out there. Be, you know, be on the lookout. I'll let her mom have those conversations with her. But it was just so sweet to remind me that children and their innocence. So I really truly believe I went back at that time to calm down another victim in the exact same place. I mean, seconds. She'd been hiking for already an hour and a half. I come walking up just as she's coming to her car to discover a smashed window. What are the odds? And I had just been through that. I mean, I don't know, take it for what it is. I'm glad I was there to help her. I kind of wish someone had come up on my, my situation with a similar coaching conversation, like it's going to be okay. But I don't know. I took some peace with that. Call it what you want. Whether the person ever gets caught or has to serve time, from my understanding, she's wanted in multiple states, she'll eventually run out of rope. You know, it's just how how it happens. These guys bury themselves in their own horrible choices. So you can't outrun bad choices and bad decisions. They will find you eventually. So long story short, I am working with a cop locally to see what we can do so we can put an end or at least minimize these opportunities for thieves to victimize multiple people that are just trying to get some fresh air and exercise. That's all it is. And I hate that someone took my happy place and tarnished it with something of this nature, but I choose every day to think the best. You know, I've, I took inventory of the wonderful people around me that made the incident less sucky. <laughs> that's thats a new word. yeah. Did what I could to make it suck less. And they just comforted me. And by that evening, I was laughing and trying to get back into my carry self again. And by, you know, Sunday, Monday, I was already starting to feel better again. The key is to get things fixed and replaced as quickly as possible to eliminate that horrible memory. Couldn't wait to get the cart window replaced and then tinted. And then a shout out to my Nissan dealer. Hello. If you ever are looking for a Nissan, please, please contact me. I have the best cars salesman ever. Ever. Please reach out to me. He has never made a car more easier to buy than my new car. And since then, anytime I need service, he's a text away and I am getting the VIP treatment every time. In fact, he even. Got me in to get my tent replaced at no charge. You know, just kind of pat on the back. Sorry that happened to you. Let us see what we can do quick to fix it. Turn it around fast for you. So good people are all around us, guys. You just got to look for them. Bad people, bad incidences tarnish us. That's what the devil wants us to do is to focus on all the evil all the time. But that's when you miss the light. That's when you miss all the good stuff and the goodness of others out there that are just waiting to be kind, that have kindness on the forefront of their mind. Not everyone is dark and gloomy and out to get you. So if anything you can take away from my conversation with you today is bad things happen to good people. It sucks. But more importantly, when bad things happen, that's when the good ones get to come up and shine Step up, step forward, help out. You know, like when you see an accident on the side of the road, you see people stop, pulling over, calling 911, trying to get the person out of the car. There's good people everywhere. Just look for it. No different than seeing that glass half full. There's always a silver lining. Always. And your life will improve if you're always looking for it. Because it's there. The devil doesn't get all the glory. God does. And the blessing is always right behind it. Look for it. I promise you, my dear girlfriend, it's there. Thank you for listening to me. I should, you can send me an invoice with a therapy session today. I so appreciate you. Big hugs, big love. Hi there, friend. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor and double check that you're subscribed or following. And if you've got a quick 30 seconds, It would mean the world to me if you could leave me a five star review and share what you specifically liked about this episode.